0: Welcome to Retention Talk. I'm Neil Desai, and we're talking to the best minds in the world of product and customer success to bring you actionable strategies on reducing churn and boosting retention. Hey, everyone. Neil here, hoping your New Year's is off to a terrific start. This week on Retention Talk, we're going over five of the best pieces of retention advice from the season so far. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode from Mike at Trade Coffee. But without further ado, let's dive in. First, we look back at our first episode with Oscar of Framer. His advice was to have an outcome-focused product roadmap. Rather than worry about different features and capabilities, Oscar described how the entire company was aligned about segmenting their buyer personas and the outcomes that they were working towards. This led to a laser focus for the entire company to radically shift not only the distribution channel, but the product itself.
1: Now that we're on the web and we've done all of these big fundamental changes that we could do, we're trying to look for the next big things in finding retention and we can't pick these fundamental changes anymore. So now we're looking more and more into being more customer focused. So how can we figure out what the big themes and what the big things that our customers want to make in the product? So we're in the creative space, meaning that the outcome and the way that you can use our product is very flexible and it differs from customer to customer so there's no one way of using framer there's multiple so figuring out how to build a product roadmap and how to kind of like rank the importance of these different things into retention is what we're focusing on right now and i feel like we're getting into a good framework uh, where we talk about customer use cases and we try to rank them uh, through different means so we have the enterprise teams giving us input on what our big enterprise customers want we have a a public way of giving feedback on the product roadmap in uh, using a tool called canny and we're also internally looking at data so we're trying to triangulate using all these three into figuring out which of the use cases are most likely to move the retention numbers and when i talk use cases i mean big outcomes that a user can do using the tool so not talking about specific features but outcomes that they can do next
0: up we look at our episode with the crew over at knowledge hook they advise to break down customer cohorts At knowledge hook there are three key people there is the end user who actually uses the tool the economic buyer and the technical decision maker they have assigned individual storyboards for each of these, which will help with pushing deals forward. Additionally, they have created story cards for each team on customer success so that they know the journey for teachers and district leaders. These storyboards and cards are helpful, but only illuminate what's on the surface. They still double-click into individuals to understand common bottlenecks in the customer experience.
2: We have two things. We have um, internal tools. A lot of this is all vertically integrated, but what we've Start off, before the data, what we start off is with our storyboards around our key stakeholders. In B2B sales, as you know, um, in district, it's very similar to district sales. You have three people. You have the end user who ends up using the tool that your organization procures. And you have the economic buyer and the technical decision maker. So we have these detailed storyboards of what is their journey. And the journey is not just about their journey through knowledge, but their journey in general. Um, What are their peaks and lows in their experiences? What are the problems that they're facing? And then through that storyboard, there enters knowledge at certain parts of the journey. And this is not just the journey of the product, but their buyer's journey as well. We are very, very, I don't know what the right word is, but obsessed around like understanding that journey. Uh, We have story cards that we've created, especially during remote culture that we're shipping out, but each team on customer success knows the journey for teachers, for district leaders, And then from there, what we're tracking is in terms of data, it's like, what are some of the metrics that we have? Because a lot of our tools are online. A lot of these experiences, so a lot of it's trackable. For each of these touch points, the knowledge plays a role in their journey, you know, especially the online touch points, obviously there's, there's offline parts that are captured in these storyboards, but the online parts, we have cohort uh, data points. So we can see, you know, where there might be a conversion issue, where there might be a bottleneck and... We have also rituals once we have that data once you see the bottlenecks a lot of the teams just sort of work together to 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 double click in there and, and really really see if there's something about the experience and often it's always the same suspects right we either didn't understand what was going on in the customer's head in that part of the journey and we were too preoccupied with like us trying to achieve a certain outcome and so when you double click you can see either like something that needs to be upgraded to sort of honor the journey of the customer. And, and as Chad said, like, what value are we demonstrating at this stage uh, to make it as frictionless as possible? And we use data that way, and we find that it's been helpful.
0: Next, Roman over at Bport told us that retention starts with onboarding. Before retaining a customer, you have to instill the value that your product provides. At first, retention will seem all over the map, but this is no cause to panic. Over time, as you improve your product and connect the dots to the needs of your customers, numbers will naturally start to normalize. The best thing you can do up front is to ensure that your onboarding is in a good place. Check with your team weekly and ensure that the tweaks, large or small, are affecting the numbers you are tracking. I would say
3: that before retaining customers, the most important is to onboarding them and to get the maximum of them into your subscription plan or your subscription model because. What we have seen is by multiplying the platform, by having a DJ web app, which is super accessible, we onboard way more people. Of course, some of them with churn because of the, as you said, the volatility of the product. We are also addressing a really young demographic, uh, which people between um, 20 and 30 years old. So they might, you know, go on and off depending on their income. They don't have yet uh, a solid income. So, I think before going into full retention mode, the first things you have to solve is to onboard a maximum of users. And then for us, once we have onboarded so many users, we could focus on on retention and uh, optimize the retention side of things. So I wouldn't freak out too much at the beginning if you have a lot of churn rate, because over time it's gonna improve as you make your product corresponding to the needs of your customers. So I would rather put it on the product side and understanding your customer needs. And then in terms of retention, I think you learn and everybody's learning with the subscription model over time, how to uh, retain your customer. But something which is really important is to, on a weekly basis, look at what's going on, at least on a weekly basis. I think it has been key for us Dan, even looking at a monthly basis or quarter basis just just check constantly your product to see the small action you are doing right The so small promotion for example we tested uh sending a newsletter which is highlight your stats your personal stats so for example oh you you stream 1000 songs you stream two hours of music and you listen to 24 genres out of your hour, 32 genres those kind of things you can when you launch that, if you look at the base, you can see if it has an impact on your retention. So it's important to constantly look at it.
0: Let's take it back to our episode with Oscar. He had great advice about customer churn. Though it sounds counterintuitive, letting certain customers go is actually a good thing. You want to focus your efforts and resources on these customers that are actually going to provide higher lifetime value.
1: We did this by fundamentally looking at what do we think, which use cases and... What problems for the customers do we think were best aligned up to solve? And sadly, during this period of time, there's been a few hard discussions where we've had to let some of the bigger enterprise customers and and some of the customers that were bought into something that we didn't think that we could solve, we had to let them churn basically and bet on other ones with the promised future that we would be able to attract more customers and we would be able to solve the need that they had in a better way.
0: Lastly, let's look at our conversation with Kelly at CompanyCam. Kelly advised to have a cross-functional approach. Above everything else, connecting different teams and having a cross-functional approach is crucial to retention, and it shouldn't just be customer success. Aligning everyone from sales, marketing, and even product gives CompanyCam a holistic approach to making sure customers succeed. One thing that we really do and everybody should do is we have like cross-functional teams, right? And one of them, we call it like an activation retention team so that they really just focus on like, you know, retention. So it's not just customer success sitting in that meeting. It's our marketing team. Product person might go to that meeting occasionally. And really what they're doing is strategizing around ways that we can get in front of retention. So we have those meetings like it's it's almost like you know we have a typical org chart at company cam where you know you're you're in sales you're in marketing or whatever but some, a lot of people's like identities at the company are these teams like this is my job my job is to collaborate with this team and to make retention better although they may like functionally be managed by somebody else so that we've started doing that maybe a year ago we haven't been doing it that long but we've been noticing a lot of good success by doing that and, and really working like cross departmental with uh, our teams on retention specifically Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Retention Talk. Don't forget to subscribe at retentiontalk.com. And if you want to help spread the word, tag me on Twitter, neildecide 23 and let's dish out today's episode. Please give us a five-star review on the podcast platform of your choice and let your friends know as well. And always, if you have any questions at all, send an email to Neil ProfitWell.com. This has been a ProfitWell Recur Production, the largest, fastest-growing media network dedicated to the world of subscriptions.